פרק שביעי, שלושה שאכלו, ברכות אלו נשמת נחמים בן מזל. ה-beginning of our פרק talks about the laws of זימון. למשנה בגין, שלושה שאכלו כאחת, חייבים לזמן. Three people eat together, they have to make what's called the זימון. She says, להזדמן יחד. They have to come together uh, in the Beracha, in a plural language, by saying Nebarech. It's an interesting concept. The Gemara will prove this from Pesukim. So before we start to learn some of the details of Zimun, I think it's important to read a little Hakdama from the Aruch HaShulchan in Siman Kuf Tzadi Bet, just to give us the, uh, the overview of what this Zimun is. What is this? There's no Beracha, there's no Shemu Malchut in this Beracha. What is this, uh, this preparation before Bekat HaMazon? So I'm reading in Kuf Tzadi Bet, Shanu Hachamim Bamishnah Shilosha Sha'achlu Ke'echad Hayavim Nizamen. Kilomar, Lebarek Biyachad. ולהוסיף עוד ברכה. יארינג אין אקסטרה ברכה בסייז דה ברכות הברכת המזון, והיינו ברכת זימון. וילפינן זה מקרא. וברכת את אדוני אלוהיך, זו ברכת זימון. אוקיי, זה נאדר סורס לתקווה רדה נאט ברינג היר. מבי אין ממחט ברינג זה. וכתיב גדלו לאדוני איתי, ונרוממה שמו יחדיו. כלומר, שזהו כשיש גימל. The Echad Omer Lishnayim. One tells the other the two people, Gadelu, praise God with me. V'chen Amar Moshe Rabbeinu, Kishem Adonai Ekrah Avugodel Lohenu. We'll see these proofs coming up. V'zehu Gamken, She'echad Omer Lishnayim, Avugodel. V'lo tekenu bebirkat zimun Shem Umalchut. There's no Shem Umalchut in this Beracha. V'pne she'ena Beracha Kivu'a. Because it's not a... permanent beracha, the echad or shnayim peturim memena. So you have cases where you have people that ate and did the same thing and they're going to be peturim. Ve'lo tzivu d'azkir Hashem, when you say the zimun rak ba'asara, she'azomrim nevarech l'elohenu, k'mo she'yitba'er. Ve'afalgav d'chol beracha she'en ba'ashem u'malchut, e'en ha'beracha. So how could you say that beracha zimun? Beracha zimun sh'ani. Sh'are hi ha'chana והזמנה לכמה ברכות. So now he starts giving us together what Zimun is. It's a preparation, and a הזמנה, and a, an establishment as a group to the ברכות that are about to be made. ולכן קוראים אותה ברכת זימון. ולכן, הבא כאילו גם בה יש בה שם ומלכות. וזה שאומרים בברכת זימון, נברך שאכלנו משלו, כלומר, נברך בשם ומלכות. That's what we're saying, נברך, meaning we're going to say שם ומלכות. Now he explains, from פסחים דף ק"ג, משמע שקודם ברכת הזימון היו אומרים הבלן ונבריך. That's the way we do it, הבלן ונבריך, let's make a ברכה. אשכנזים say, רבוי סיים רווילן בנצ'ן. וכן הוא בזוהר דברים. שצריך הזמנה לזה, שיאמרו שמכינים עצמם. זה עניין, בפור ברכת המזון, that you're making a הכנה, ובזור שלפנינו הוא בפרשת בלק, עיין שם, והעניין נראה לי, זה עניין גדול, כשחושבים לעשות, עושים הכנה והזמנה מקודם. You're about to do something, there's a big עניין to make a, a mental... הזמנה הנכנה בפוהן, ובדור הפלגה שרסול למרוד בהשם, the פלגה generation, they wanted to make a rebellion against God, כתיב, הבה נבנה לנו עיר. That was their זימון. Instead of הבה נבריך. הבה נבנה לנו עיר. ופרעה, כשרצה לאבד את ישראל, אמר, הבה נתחכמה לו. עושו הכנה לרעה. והבה הוא לשון הזמנה, וכן בקדושה. כאמור הכתוב, like we're going to learn soon, but there's a פסוק that we say every Friday night, הבו לאדוני כבוד ועוז. When you're giving God כבוד, הבו. 
כבוד השם כבוד ועוז. ומשה רבנו כשנסתבל למנות דיינים ושופטים, אמר, הבו לכם אנשים, הבו. Any time a great thing is about to happen, הכנה. ולכן כל מצוות סליחה זמנה. והנה, בכל מצוות מעשיות יש ברכה מקודם. That's the הזמנה. For you put on תפילים, what's the הזמנה? ברוך, השם, השם, השם קדשנו. The הזמנה for uh, ציצית. Make the ברכה. Big עניין, to be מזמין the מצווה. והיא היא ההזמנה. אבל ברכת המזון, שהמצווה היא הברכה בעצמה. So how could you make הזמנה על הברכה? צריך הכנה קודם הברכה, ולכן אומרים, הב לם ונבריך. והוא בלשון, הבה שזהו הזמנה. So that's a uh, very interesting עניין, that the עניין of the זימון that we make, especially with the introduction to the זימון. Before we say נברך שאכלנו משלו. We make a, a, a הזמנה, הב לם ונבריך, that already uh, obviously makes a preparation not only a mental, but it's a verbal preparation. It's just like there's a hava l'ra'ah, there has to be a hava l'tova. Now the Mishnah goes on to tell us some of the, some of the things that a person eats. And the se'udah, that'll be hayav, to make zimun. Obviously, we're talking about eating bread. There's no zimun on perot l'halacha. There's only zimun when a person's having, you know, lechem. The Mishnah will say, when you're having a kezayit lechem, you qualify, let's say, to make the zimun. Keep in mind, in the olden days, the way zimun was done is that the person that made the zimun, so he would actually make the berkat tamazon for everybody also. And the people that were around, they would answer amen. So the mezamen was also the, the mevarech. Today, it doesn't work that way exactly. Today, we have a zimun, and then everybody makes their own berachot. Again, the Mishnah says, Aval, achal, demai. Okay, demai we know is fruit, uh, or, or obviously bread, wheat, that you brought from an ama'aris, and it's a safek if ma'asir was taken or not. It sounds like the case is that you gave your ma'asir rishon to the levi, and as a result, he gave his ma'asir, minna ma'asir, back to the kohen, which means it's totally kosher food. Ma'asir shini in order to eat it, um, uh, you have to make a, uh, a pidyon if you want to eat it outside of Yerushalayim. So you make a pidyon on the coin. The coin has kedushah. You take the coin to Yerushalayim, and the rest of the food becomes holin. So it's ma'asir shini vegdesh, the same thing. You made hegdesh, and now you want to be podesh, something from hegdesh. So you went through the redeeming process. Again, that's the way it's bread. Vashamash she'achal kezayit. The shamash is the guy who was serving the waiter. He ate a kezayit. He was... Uh, Mishamishla, she says, in the Se'udah, and he ate with the Mekizayit in order to join in the Zimun. Now, all these cases, Vahakuti, we'll see that, what a Kuti is. These are converts that converted to Judaism. It's going to be a Mahalokan if their conversion was considered, you know, legitimate or not. Gire Emet or Gire Arayot. But the point is, Mizamenim Alav. All these cases, you could be Mizamen. What's the Hadush? So that she comes along and says, because all these cases have a tzad isur in it. Although none of these cases sound like there's any isur in it at all, the Gemara is going to frame these cases where they're not 100% uh, you know, perfect cases. Each case has a, a snag in it that you'd say, oh, he's eating something that's isur, and it really uh, shouldn't qualify for zimun. We're learning from over that if you're eating something that's totally isur, like we'll see the next cases, you don't qualify for zimun. Forget about qualifying for zimun. You're not be. You're probably not even allowed to make a beracha rishona on, on the item, let alone to make a beracha acharona, or let alone to make a zimun for a beracha. You can't even make a beracha. What say a berach? It's Hashem. So he says here, ava achal tevel. Okay, tevel is uh, that uh, it's, it's 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 wheat that you didn't take to the mot ma'aserot. Tevel is a suit to eat in the Torah. Umaserishon shilonetat terumato. It sounds like they're eating maserishon that the teruma was not given. Umaserishon vegdes shilon nifdu. Eating maserishon. It sounds like he's eating the actual maserishon outside Yerushalayim, and you didn't make a pidyon. We'll wait for the Gemara to give us the real case. And he ate less than a kezayit. Okay. And of course, you have the big discussions 
if let's say one of the guys that are sitting in the zimun, one guy's eating, uh, you know, something that you wouldn't eat, for example, let's say he's having pat akum, and you eat pat akum, and or he, he 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 eats pat akum and you don't. You're having from your own bread, so you, can 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 you be mezamin? Because what is the zimun basically? You're coming together in a seuda to come and make a berkat mazon. So some want to say that as long as uh, the person that's eating the pat akum can eat from your bread, even though you might not be able to eat from his bread, so there's a there's a connection over there. That would be the same thing with hadash and yashan. You know, somebody's makpid on yashan, the other guy's not. He relies on the heterim, let's say, So therefore, again, you have as long as you can go one way, you can make a tziruf in order to make the zimun. The problem would be, let's say. If one uh, was having basar, one was having halab. I know there's no basar and halab bread, but once a person's having basar, so he cannot eat from the other guy's bread, because he'll turn it into basar and so on and so forth. Now they are sued to each other's breads, because the breads themselves become part of whatever the guy's eating. So that would be a bigger question if he could be mitzareh for zimun. Nashim va'avadim uktanim en mezaminim alehem. Ladies are not part of the zimun. Avadim. Obviously, we're talking about Evit Kenani. Ketanim is minors. And Mizaminim Anahim. You don't uh, misteref them for the Zimun. Okay, we'll have to see in the Gemara details. Ad Kama Mizaminim. How much does the person have to eat uh, with the group in order to be Mechayev Zimun? Rashi says, Venafkamina lehotsiam yedechovatam imyutnul lokos levarech. Which means, how much does he have to eat that if they give him? Uh, 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 the course, that's what that's where they would invite you for zimun in the olden days. They give you the course, that means you make uh, zimun. As she's trying to say over here is that it's quite possible that you could eat less and still be part of the zimun to answer. To answer a zimun, you don't have to eat a kezai of bread. But to make to have to be the one to mevarech for the for the for the other people, then already minimally you're gonna have to eat a kezai. There's a big difference I just said over here. You don't have to eat a kezayit of bread to be part of a zimun, as we'll see. You can eat anything technically to be part of a zimun. So that she says, we're discussing over here, that if they give you the course, you'll be uh, legitimate to make the zimun and then make the berkat tamazun for other people. How much bread do you have to eat, basically? And Mishnah says kezayit. And Rabbi Uda says kabetza. It's the famous mahlokit between Tanakaman Rabbi Uda, Rabbi Meir Rabbi Uda, the shi'ud of Achila for Birkat Amazon. Gemara. Minane Mile. Okay, sounds like Ovezimun is the Oraita. Minane Mile is looking for a, a source from the Torah. Amarav Ased, Amar Kira, Gadelul Adonai Iti, Unromema Shemo Yadav. So obviously, one person is talking to two. The one person is saying to the two, Gadelu, Lashem, Iti, Unromema Shemo, and we will praise his name. Yahdav. So the Gibra understands that this is talking about Zimu. Rabbi Abahu Amar Kishem Adonai Ukra. I will call out in Hashem's name. Havu Godel, Havu. Talking to the people. Havu Godel Eloheinu. And here again you see the word Havu. So in the Zimun itself, so it could be this is the source where we get Havlam Venevrich. The source Pasuk is Havu Godel. You see that the Lashon was in Yanav. <laughs> Havu, and that's why we learn the Benish Chai says you're supposed to start the zimun with Havlan benevrich lemalkak al kedusha b'shut malkak al kedusha. Today, some of them they just start b'shutchem and they go quickly. But in Yan Hazmana, especially that you have this pasuk over here, it seems that there's a there's a Yan. That's why Hakam Baruch Alav Hashem taught us how to make the zimun starting with Havlan benevrich. Amar Rav Hanan bar Abba Minayin leone Amen shelo yegbi akolo yotem ena mevarech. That the uh, the person that's answering amen should not answer louder than the mevarech. The reason why the Gemara is bringing this over here is because it's not a zimun issue, although it might apply to Hilchot zimun. That uh, maybe any time you're answering, you shouldn't answer louder than the person that made the initial blessing. But because they're going to bring the same pasuk that we brought for zimun, so therefore we're going to learn something else from that pasuk. Shnei Emar Gedelu Ladonai Iti. That when you're going to praise God, do it with me, meaning it sounds like we're equal. That uh, the same decibel of the person that was mevarech, uh, the one that answers should be iti, should be the same sound. 
And uh, that should be the same, the chaura, with the zimun also. That when a person answers, whenever you're answering and praising God together, it should be the same, uh, the same sound. But here they're discussing that the amen should not be louder than the, uh, than the, than the So He says, Amar Bishamon ben Pazi, in olden days, used to have a metergem, uh, a translator. So the Koreh uh, would read the Sefer Torah. We're talking about reading the Sefer. He would read the Sefer Torah, and then he would pause. And there was a metergem standing next to the Sefer Torah. Then he would broadcast the meaning of the pasuk that was just read to the Kahal, or the couple of pasukim. He would, he would translate. So they're saying over here that the metergem and the Koreh, their voice should be on the same on the same level. The one should not be louder. Shinah The proof of where they bring is Moshe Yedaber. Moshe spoke. Veha Elohim Ya'anenu Bekol. And God uh, answered him in a call. What does this mean? Sheentamu Domar Bekol. Veha Elohim Ya'anenu. God answered him. What does it mean Bekol? Obviously if you're answering it's a Bekol. Now, what, 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 what happened there? Who's, who's, who's Moshe talking to? Who's God answering? What exactly is the scenario over here that we're learning the case from? So Tosfot gives us the case. If you look at Tosfot, where he says, Bekolo shel Moshe, Piresh Rav Alfas, he's bringing from the reef, Bekolo shel Moshe, Mistama Moshe Bechol Koho Haya One. Let's review how, how the Ten Commandments happened. Because this is happening by said the Berot. The first two commandments, we heard it from Akadosh Baruch Hu, Moshe wasn't talking at all. After the first two commandments, the people told Moshe, we want you to speak with us because we can't tolerate it. It's too strong for us to hear from Akadosh Baruch Hu. So now what would happen? Moshe has to hear the commandment from God and then he's going to broadcast it to the Sibur. Now, clearly, when Moshe Rabbeinu was broadcasting it to the Sibur, he has to broadcast it loud. Technically, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he's telling it to Moshe, he can whisper it in his ear. But the Pasuk comes along and says, Moshe Yedaber, Moshe spoke loud. So in order not to make Moshe's voice louder, because he would be with the Metargem, not louder than God's voice, so Elohim Ya'anenu Bekol Bekolosh Shel Moshe, God raised his voice, Kivyachol, to keep it to the call of Moshe, which Mistama was louder. So from here you see that the fact, why would the Baruch have to say it loud? He's talking to Moshe alone. The reason why he said it loud is not to make Moshe's voice louder than the, uh, the, the source, which is the Koreh. So if you look at Ashi, I mean the Tosfot, he says that. He says, Pirush Rabafaz Bekolosh Shel Moshe, Mistama Moshe Bechol Koho Hayaone. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu was broadcasting Bechol Koho Kedeh, but Although God, technically we said, didn't have to do that. Okay, so the Gemara continues. Uh, that the metargem uh, should not raise his voice louder than the, uh, than the kore itself. If the metargem cannot broadcast out loud for whatever reason, so then the Koreh should lower his voice also. Again, they have to keep everything, uh, have to keep everything the same. That's a good question. What would be a, a logical reason for this halakha? Maybe not to show that one more is more important than the, uh, the, than the other. You say the Targum higher, they'll think the Targum is more important than the Pasuk. So therefore, you don't want to make the Targum higher than the, than the Kira. And you want to say that whatever I'm saying is exactly this. It's all the same. It's nothing, it's not, it's not anything more. 
If you say it less, it would sound as if you're compromising the pasuk, maybe. So therefore, by keeping it on the same level, you're showing that this is exactly the same. Same thing with the amen. Even though we say that amen technically has gadola in the sense that it has amen is habaya adanut. It has two shemot in it, 91. Uh, but nonetheless, they say that uh, the reason why gadola onei yotr mevarech why is gadola onei yotr mevarech? Because um, when a person makes a beracha, it's like he's giving an edut. But edahad is pasul. So when the guy says amen, he's the second ed. So by being the second ed, so now you establish edut. And we know that edut also has to be when you give testimony, it's also in the same voice. Ve'anu aidim, you know, bekol echad or something like that. It has to be, so there's a din in edut like that, so therefore edut is the same in yana. When they come in, they have to be in the same level. Itmar. Shenayim she'aklu ke'echad. Okay. The Mishnah said, shilosha she'aklu ke'echad. So we don't need a statement for shilosha she'aklu. We want to know about shenayim she'aklu ke'echad. What's the question? Is there zimun or not? What could be the question? The Mishnah was love dafka, you think? If Shnaim Shaklu Kiahad, you can make zimun, so then the Pedic would be Shnaim Shaklu. The question over here is going to be no, we know that Shlosha Shaklu Hayavim Lizamen. The question is maybe Shnaim, you have an option. That's that's Gimbalah's question going to be. Anyway, Gimbalah says a big Mahalokar of Peligi Ba, or Peligi Rab, Rab Yohanan. And this is a Had Amar and a Had Amar. At this point, we don't know who says what. We just know it's a mahalok between Rav and Rabbi Yohanan. Hadamar imratzul ezamen mezameni. That's an option, optional. Hadamar imratzul ezamen en mezameni. So it's either you can or you can't. Tenan. Now we're going to start bringing ra'ayot. Our Mishnah is the first one. Shelosha she'achlu ke'achad hayavim lezamen. Shelosha in. Shenayim lo. So what's the question? You see how much that says three? So how could you even tell me two? Although I don't really understand good the have I mean over here. I mean, it says Hayavim. Obviously, your whole machlok it was, if it's a, uh, this is Gemara's answer. Okay. The question that was asked, what was, what was, you didn't know how to get out of that one? You thought that that was a strong question? Hayavim is a man. Somebody has anything to say? I'm all ears, but this is when I'm learning it. I don't know the strong habamina of such a question. Anyway, Tashema. Next question or next proof. Okay, three people that sit together. Hayavim to make lehalek. Oh. Once three people sit together, they're not allowed to separate. Which means they can't come along and say, okay, each guy's going to make a birkat amazon by themselves. No, no, once there's a zimun over there, the zimun is, you're locked in. So the Gibara says, oh, shelosha in. You see that what you need, shelosha shenayim lo. Which means, why can't you be mahalek? If two guys can make a zimun, let one guy leave and there's a kapara on the guy. We have we still have two. So you see from over here that's, that it says that so that implies to me that two people cannot make a zimun because otherwise why would you tell the other guy that he can't walk away? As she says this. Look at that she. Even if they wanted to. If they said it's optional, at this point, the Gibraltar said, like an option. If you say, if you say, at least it's an option, so then why would you stop the guy from, from leaving? And here the Gibraltar gives the same type of answer. Once they sat down as three, so now already Zimun is Chova. It's mandatory. So we're not going to let you downgrade it. So therefore, maybe that's why you can't, uh, you can't bring me a Ra'ayah. That really maybe, uh, maybe Hayavan is Zimun. Uh, even with two. 
But the reason why I'm not letting you go over here, because I'm not going to let you go to an optional zimun when you had a hayuv zimun. That's all you could prove from over here. In the Khanami, maybe two people can make a zimun also. They can talk about when they sat down. But when you start off as a hayuv, the kabo choba, I'm not going to let the guy leave now, because you're going to downgrade your zimun from a choba to a, uh, to a reshut. So I have no raya the other way. Huh? Right? Right? And then she points that out. And she says, Shani Hata, and then she tells us that all of a sudden why a choba is greater than a reshut. The azil who, if the third guy or one of the guys is going to walk away, mafka'at lo choba vekamal hu bereshut. So what? What's the matter with the shoot? So she has to remind us, that a person that has a commandment obviously is greater than a person that doesn't. Yeah, she's bothered. She's saying, so what's the difference? Why can't he walk away? He's still going to make a zimun. Same words are going to come out of their mouths. Nothing's changing. Yeah, it is changing. This without a tzivui is not as gadol as if they would have a tzivui. That's why we're telling him he can't walk away. Three lines from the bottom. Tashema. So you have a waiter, and he's working, he's working on two people, which means he's waiting on two people. So he's able to eat bread with them, even though they didn't give him permission. The reason is, it's because he could assume that the two guys want him to eat, so they have a simun. So therefore, even though they didn't explicitly give him permission, so they could be part of the zimun, as she says, and kan ga'ava. It's also not considered a ga'ava for the shamosh. Good. Now, just put one finger on that she and finish the statement over here. But if you're serving three people, well, obviously they don't need him anymore. So he's not allowed to eat with them. Now, what do you see from this? Rashi says, If already two people can make a zimun, how could you tell me that the shamash, that when he's serving two people, we let him eat even without permission, and we don't say he's a Baal Ga'ava, because we say, oh, he could assume they need me for the Zimun. What do you mean? They have a Zimun without you. If you say that two people can make a Zimun, so therefore the Shema should not be able to eat without permission. Elam must be that two people cannot make a Zimun. And since they can't make a Zimun, so that's why the Shema is able to eat. The Gemara will answer. Shani Hatam, when we turn to the Amud Bet, Again, it's nichat to the two guys, to the shamash, to join them because now they're going to be obligated. And we learned already, So therefore, really two people can make a zimun. However, that zimun is going to be the shoot. And the shamash, he says, even though without me they can make a zimun, but I know that they'd rather make a zimun of mitzuvim with three than to make uh, only a zimun with two. Therefore, he can allow himself to eat even though he didn't get explicit permission. Now we go to the second line of the Gemara. Tashema, nashim mizamenot le'atzman. Let's stop right there for a second. Ladies are able to make zimun by themselves. And that is the halakha, by the way. If you have three ladies that are sitting down, they're having su'udah bread, if they want to say to the other, there's nothing wrong with ladies themselves making a zimun. Okay, abadim also. They can make a zimun by themselves. They can. No, no, they don't have a choba. They do not have a choba at all. This is nashim or zemenot la'asman reshut. Again, compare that to the lashon of the Mishnah. Shelosha she'achlu hayavim lezamen. Over here it doesn't say nashim she'achlu hayavot lezamen. It just says nashim mezamenot la'asman. Mezamenot means imratzu. Abadim mezamenim la'asman. Okay, you have abadim that are sitting together. They want to make a zimun. 
ברוך הבא, אתה מגזימון. נשים ועבדים בקטנים, נשים ועבדים אין קטנים, אם רצו לזמן, together, אין מזמנים. This is a question that the Gemara is going to have to ask besides what we're involved in over here. There's a stira here. You just told me נשים מזמנות, עבדים מזמנות. You put them together, you're putting two people that have the right to do something, for some reason when you put them together, Zimun goes away. That's a question the Gemara is going to have to ask regardless of the sugya that we're involved in over here. We're looking, we're in the sugya over here of what? Two men making Zimun or not making Zimun. They brought this bright and somehow from the law of the ladies, they're going to learn something with the men. But I'm just telling you as a side point, this bright here is, is contradictory. How come you can tell me in the beginning, Nashim is a menot, Avadim is a menot, and you put them together for some reason, Im is a menot. That, that shouldn't work. How, how do two positives turn into a negative? But put that on the side. I'm setting you up for Gersa over here, Rabotai. Anyway, let's get to the question at hand. Veha me'aneshe ketre gavre damyan. Exactly. A hundred ladies, hundred ladies, is not going to be better than two men. In the sense that a hundred ladies are not chayav and zimun. And that would the analogy in men would be two men. Obviously a hundred ladies would not be equal to three men. Because that would say that ladies are chayavot and zimun. And we know ladies are not chayavot and zimun. So a hundred ladies would have the status of two men. And what does it say? Veketani nashim zamenot na'atzman. And you see what? A hundred ladies, which is like two men, they're telling you if they want to make a zimun optionally, they have a right. So if a hundred ladies can make a zimun, so therefore that would mean like two men would be the equal, the, the, um, the equivalent of that. So therefore we see that men can make zimun with two rishut. No, it's different. Over there, you have what's called deot. Maze deot. Now she says, Which means three ladies are better than two men. And therefore, the reason why we allow three, really two men, there's no zimun. Not even the shoot. What do you mean? But three ladies, you said it's like two men. No, no, three ladies better than two men. Why? Because you have three heads. Three deot, three people. And since those zimun is based on which is one telling the two, so therefore you can tell me, you could argue that maybe really two men, nothing. Uh, but three ladies are not going to be better than two men. They will be because there's three, there's three bodies. Three bodies are better because you have a, 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 a bigger group, let's say, in order to make, you have no ra'aya, that just because we're allowing ladies to make zimun, that that means two men can make a zimun. Three ladies, the original Havamina was, three ladies is like two. A hundred ladies is like two. And we're falling off that. We're saying, it's true in, let's say, halakha of chiyuv zimun, hundred ladies is like, is like two. In that sense, there should be no chayyuv zimun on two, there's no chayyuv zimun on a hundred. However, in a certain sense, a hundred ladies or even three ladies is better than two. Why is it better? More people, more bodies. And therefore more bodies, and zimun is learned from what? Gemara continues and says, If so, We have a question from the sefa. נשים ועבדים אם רצו לזמן אין מזמנים that you cannot combine עבדים and נשים together אמי why can't you combine them אמי לא והאיקה דעות you have the דעות now Tosfot takes out the word יחכה over here because this question is a question regardless regardless of what you want to say דעות not דעות the question over here is, you have a stira on the Braita. The beginning of the Braita said, ladies can make zimun. Abadim can make zimun. Then you tell me, when you put them together, you can't. So she's, you didn't need this whole setup 
of men to make this question on the Brayta. So Tosfot says that this is a, a question regardless. So he takes out the Iyachir. Iyachir says, you know, it's connected to this. Anyway, the Gemara says, it's a different reason why you cannot join them together. That's in Yana Piritzut. You have men and ladies together. I shouldn't say men and ladies. When you have ladies and Abadim, so that's already considered a, a pity suit. It's an immodest thing that they should form a uh, they should form a zimun together. So therefore, although technically you're right, you have deot. You have a lot of deot. Once you have deot, three deot, the chaurei should be okay. But nonetheless, the Achamim took away zimun of nashim uh, ba'abadim because of the inyan of that we're talking about over here. Well, let's say you have two ladies and you have um, one Eved, that's for sure you'll have a problem with Pirisut because the Zimun is being made by improperly. Or even three ladies where they have a Zimun alone to, to sit with an Eved also is going to be a problem. Anytime they're going to sit to make a Zimun together because you're relying only on De'ot, so we don't want to mitzaref those De'ot together it's already a inyan of piritzut. And that's to say nevarech shachanu meshelo. You can't learn from that that mixed dancing is forbidden. They're just saying when it comes to zimun, that's already could lead to piritzut. But don't, you can't extrapolate from here maybe other, this is my point to show you that if this is piritzut, where you're making a zimun together, where you're coming to make berkat, and then they're calling piritzut, because what, what, because you're creating a, a, a group of men and women. It's a group of what? A group to praise God. Okay, so you see how far Tachamim went in order to protect from them. Now, it should be pointed out. However, if let's say you have three men that are obligated in Zimun and ladies ate with them, so in that case over there, the chiyuv of zimun came already from the men. Halakha says if the ladies ate with them, they are equally obligated now to answer in the zimun. That's not a nyana piritsut, because the zimun is not being made by the ladies. <coughs> the zimun is being made by the three men that are obligated in the, in the zimun from themselves. Obligated in the zimun. Not midin deot. Midin so the lady that sits at the table is hayav, hayavit as well. This is a big halakha because a lot of times on Friday night we have a zimun and the ladies, they jump off the table. They go inside, they're serving and so on and so forth. But they have to know that once they made hamotzi, they're obligated to remain in order to answer the zimun. That is the halakha. Now, we go back to our discussion of Motai. We had a machloket here between Rav and the Biyohanan. One rabbi said, Two men have an option. One rabbi said, two men, not even optional. But we don't know who said what. What did Rab say? What did Rabbi Yohanan say? We just said, had amar, had amar. So the Gemara now is going to try to figure out who said what. Testayim, the Rav, the Amar, im ratsu lezamen, en mezamenim. It's Rab that said, En Mizamminim. The two guys cannot be Mizammin. The Amar Ravdimi, Bar Yosef, Amar Rav. There it is. Shulosha Sha'aklu Keachat. Two guys, three guys sat together. Prezimun. Echad Mehim Lashuk. And one guy went to the Shuk. He left. Korim Lo. They call him. Reuven. Come back. Umizamminim Alav. Now, as the Gemara will say, he doesn't actually have to come all the way back. He can answer Zimun from where he is. But the point is, you got to call him back. The only reason why he can make Zimun is because you're calling the guy. So we see him over here. Now make this statement. What do you mean? They should say, let the guy leave. We have two people. If two people can make a Zimun anyway, so they, what do you call the third guy? Let him go. And it must be that Navo, the two people, cannot make Zimun. But I answer, Satam. Same answer. No, you have no raya again. Once the hayyuv is on them, so they, of course they have to call the guy back to the Sevarav. 
So then we have no ra'ayah to say, oh, you see that? Two people can, uh, can do it, you can't do it. No, maybe two people can do it if they sit initially. But over here where they didn't sit initially, there was three people that sat initially. So therefore, that's what they have to go mechazir after the guy. So you have no ra'ayah that Rav holds two people cannot make a zimun. No, it says that the only way they're making zimun is they call him back. Why? Let the guy go and let the two guys make zimun. Okay, what does she say? Which that she you reading? Read it. Kurim lo, read that one. Exactly, which which is means that he doesn't have to actually come back. He can answer from the from the door. But he has got to answer from the door. Why do you have to answer from the door? They should tell the guy, shalom. we have two people over here. From the fact that they're making him answer shows you that what? To stay in, the Ra, and Ra made this law. Again, if you held it, you can make a zimun with Shtayim. Tell the guy, see you later. What are you making a big deal? Uh, he's by the bus stop already. He's answering by the bus stop. What are you making the whole Tadhaf for? And it must be, because you need three. Kemal okay, says, no, you don't. Normally, if you initially would start with two, maybe that would agree. But here, once you started with three, we don't want to make a zimun now with two. We want to make a zimun on a higher level. I have no da'ayah. Okay, so it must be the Yohanan that said, if you have two, in mezamini. Two people are eating bread, obviously. One guy can make the berkat amazon for his friend. They mozi each other. We make an analysis on this statement. What are you teaching me on this statement? Tanina, we know it already. That if I hear somebody making a barakha, even though I didn't answer amen, as long as he was having kabana for me, and I had kabana for him, we would say. So what, what, what do you tell me? Two guys are sitting and eating, the law of Shamea Kauna applies. Why shouldn't it apply? Two guys are eating. Why can't one guy pick the barakha for the other guy? Ela must be you were telling me what? You know what Rabbi Yohanan was coming to teach me? That's what he's coming to tell me. That only you mevarech for each other. But there's no zimun over here. It's coming to say from the implication that this is what you can do, implying that there's something else that you can do. And what is that? Birkat zimun. Also, and that's two people. That's she. Rabbi Yohanan Beautiful, which means, it says, each guy, one guy can make the barakah for his friend. Now, if, if, it's, if it's a zimun, it's not one guy making it for the other guy, it's they're making it together. Because what is zimun, basically? The barakah sha'akadu mishadu. The zimun actually brings the whole group as a unit. From the fact that you say echad mevarek lachavero, it sounds like there are two separate units over here. That one guy is being portrayed as friend. I don't need that. That's shomei kaone. If it's a zimun, one guy makes it, the other guy listening. That's not called one guy being motzi his friend. That's called two guys making the berkat mazon because they made a zimun. And that's coming to say no, there's no zimun over here. That's the biyachanan tistayim. The rabbis came from Eretz Israel. Who was the chief rabbi in Eretz Israel? Rabbi Yohanan. The rabbis who came from Eretz Israel, they said, They said that two guys, if they want to make zimun, they can. Now, who do they hear that from if they were in Eretz Israel? My love, the Shamia Lehu, Rabbi Yohanan. They couldn't have heard it from Rav, Rav was in Babel. So they must have heard it from Rabbi Yohanan. So, how did you just tell me that Rabbi Yohanan said, Shnaim en Mizabinim? The Rabbanan came from Eris said they came at Rabotai, we have a big Hadush. Shnaim Mizabinim. That's not Mr. Yohanan. Kibra said, No, 
They heard it from Rab before he came down to Bavel. Rab used to be in Eretz Israel, and therefore Rab was the one that said that Shnayim Shachlu Beyachad Kedmizabinim. And therefore, the Rabbanan came. They were actually quoting Rab when he was still in Eretz Israel. As we know, Shnayim and Mizaminim Afilu Lishut. In this case over here, Halakha Kirabi Yohanan. Gufa. Amar Adimi, Bar Yosef, Amar Rav. Three guys ate together. Hayuf Zimun. One guy left. He went to the Shuk. Call him back. He doesn't have to actually come back. As long as he can answer from where he is, that's fine enough. That's only like a zimun of three. But if you have a zimun of ten and one guy walks away, until he comes back. So we're more mahmir in a minyan of uh, Zimun, that the guy has to actually come back to the table. On the contrary, the opposite makes more sense. Nine, the guy was looking, nine looks like ten. So therefore, we should be more lenient by nine to let the guy answer from far, because nine and ten look the same. However, two people don't look like three. Two people is a small amount of... So therefore we should be more mahmir to show the zimun of three clearly than we should of the ten. Gabbara says, I don't care about that sevara you just brought me. That by the ten, the guy's got to come back. By the three, no. What's the sevara? We just gave a sevara the other way. Gabbara says, My ta'ama, kevan de ba'elat koreshem shamayim, batsir ma'asara, lav orah ar'ah. In yarab derich eretz. You're mentioning the Varech Elokeno Shakal Meshelo. It's not Derech Eretz. They have nine guys and one guy standing by the bus stop answering also. Derech Eretz, everybody come together as a group. So you got to make sure the guy comes back. It's not Derech Eretz to say Hashem's name less than 10. Amal Now we have a deen of Abayah that says Naktina. Naktina means it's Halakha. Shanaim Sha'aklu Kahat. You have two guys that ate together, mitzvah lechalek. What's mitzvah lechalek? Each guy makes their own berkat amazon. Mitzvah lechalek, which means separate. Mitzvah lechalek, and not one guy make the berakah for the other guy. Each guy make their own berkat amazon. Tanya and Mehacher, we have a bright to support this. Shrayim shachlu kehat, mitzvah lechalek. Ah, that's only talking about where they're both Tamidi Hakamim. Let each guy make their own Berkat Tamazon. It's Bechadushi. If you have one Tamidi Hakam and you have a Bur, Bur means Amaris. Let the Hakam make the Berkat Tamazon, let the Bur be Yotze. Now we have a problem over here because we know there's a halakha and Shohanuk is posseket in halakha that when you're being motzi somebody a beracha he has to understand the beracha that he's listening to. The law of Shomer Ka'one being motzi somebody the listener has to know what's being said. Where you have a ma'aris does he know what's being said or do you force to say if you're going to follow Shohanuk that this bur might be a bur that doesn't have to read but at least he understands, at least we can say the gist of the Berachot. Tosfot points this out. Look at Tosfot. Is there a Tosfot there? No. Rashi? No, but that, 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 that's how the poskim. The poskim make a chaluk between a boot and a, uh, and a lady. And the lady might not understand it, so you would have an issue. But a boot doesn't mean it doesn't understand, it just doesn't know how to read. Okay, continue. The Gemara says, 
So Rava says, you know, once I said a Hadush, on my own. And then it was told to me that the Bizera said the same Hadush like I did. He was happy, he was, he was mechavent to the same Hadush. What's the Hadush he said? This is a Derek Eretz halacha over here. Three guys are sitting and having a Sa'udah together. And not everybody finishes the Sa'udah at the same time. So although they started to eat together, now what happened? Two guys finished. One guy still eating. There's always a guy who's slow. So the two guys want to make zimun. So they have a right to force the third guy to stop eating. Or maybe the third guy will say, well, I'm eating over here. Wait for me. I'm not done yet. Don't rush me. What's the, what's the protocol over here? So the protocol is... Protocol says the one guy has to be mafsik. He has to stop. He cannot come along and say, I'm not answering. Not only that, if he doesn't want to stop, they can make zimun anyway. And even if he doesn't answer, they will say zimun. You don't want to stop? It's your problem. We made zimun, and wait, 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 you'll say. That's the adakam. Right. But if two guys are uh, still eating, and one guy says, I gotta go. They gotta go. Wait, two guys, they didn't it. One guy's gonna stop uh, two guys from eating? That's the protocol again. Rabotai. Of course, if the, if, if, if the two guys wanna be tzaddikim and they wanna let the guy. What, what do I mean to say? What I mean to say is, if this one guy says, I don't care, you're not stopping, I'm making have that in Jump into nothing, zero. I'm not answering. You're not Yutzeh. You're not Yutzeh Zimun. You did nothing. You did a Berchat Zimun Batala. You can't force it on us. And, and we didn't do anything wrong by not answering. The two guys, because, you know, Shai said Zimun, you didn't answer. We're still eating. We're not answering you. Finish. But what can you answer? We don't want to answer. We want to eat. Finish. I'm not answering. They can continue. And they don't have to answer. And the guy who says, Don't pay attention to it. I'm just making it more dramatic so you understand the, the level we're talking about over here. Oh, so now you gave me a cloud. Two guys eating, they don't got to stop. Okay, stop for his son, Rapapa. What happened? Obviously, it was three people. Rapapa uh, decided for his son's kavod, he had to go. So now I got to go down. So, okay, stop, we're going to make Zimun. So you see, I thought two people don't have to stop for one. And here, the papa stopped. Obviously. Ew, the hot. He and with somebody else. The answers, obviously, was two. The papa says, Shani the papa, the Neftimishrat Adinu Dava. Okay, the papa says, Neftimishrat Adin. He's a Sadiq, the papa. You have to do this. However, he went above and beyond the law. And therefore, if the guy's willing to stop, you don't have to, but. So basically, he stopped. The papa stopped. And the son stopped. Obviously, he was stopped already. So now you have two against one. Why do you have two against one? <laughs> he, broke, he, broke the, uh, he broke the majority. So the other guy was probably still eating. Kaparan, the guy. Which is basically, he, the papa gave his son the majority. Which he didn't have to. He didn't have to give his son the majority. He could have partnered up with the guy that was still eating and he would have been fine. He gave his son the majority, come on for his son. That's already the Gemara calls out the Fibusha that did. Okay, the Botai continue. <coughs> Which is, by the way, if the Gemara is bringing this story, maybe it's trying to tell you that you should be the Fibusha that guy. What are we talking about over anyway? Let's put it in perspective now. Answer. The look at how long, you, what do you have to answer? You have to answer Zimur, you have to wait till Azana Takol. We're not talking more than 30 seconds here. So the guy's such a glutton, you can't stop for, 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 for 30 seconds to answer Zimur. The guy's, obviously the guy's got to go. Obviously, no, we're not going. I'm going to miss the train. Miss the train. We're not, we're not, we're, 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 why would you be in Akshan? You know what I'm saying? I think the Gemara's bringing me this story to tell you that should be the Hanhaga. Papa did it for his son. So of course you can, if somebody's older than you that has to go, for sure you have to be mechabed and so on and so forth. It's giving you a, a hanagah, it's halakhan and it's hanhaga. 
יהודה בר מורה מור, ומור בר רב אשר, ורב חמד דפטי, אוקיי, תרי צדיקים. כריכי נפטר בעדי הדדי, they were eating bread together. לא אהבה בהוא חד, ואהבה מופלג מחברי לברוך להוא. אינטרסטינג. They were under the impression that זימון, you need to have a great personality, then there's a חיוב of זימון. It's like Moshe Rabbeinu when he said, גדלו לאדוני איתי. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking, Moshe Rabbeinu גדלו השם איתי, praise God with me. But over here there were three equals, so they thought that maybe there's no חיוב זימון over here. חיוב זימון is only when there's a חשוב guy that does the other two, praise God with me. So therefore they decided, Although we ate together, no zimun. So that's the question. This was the Devre Torah Lashokhan. So what they do? Barich inish l'nafsheh. Each guy made the berachat the mazon on their own. Atul l'kameh de more mor. After they finished, they went to ask the rabbi. Amar lehu, yedeh berachah yitzatem. Yedeh zimun lo yitzatem. Okay, so berachat the mazon you were yotzeh. But you didn't yotzeh. You should have made zimun. Zimun is not in yad, you need a gadol. Three people sit down, no matter what. I mean, I guess you have to say they didn't know any of these Tashimahs that we said above. I mean, Nashim is a menot. They thought maybe those Nashim also were what? Abadim is a menot. What kind of Abadim? Do you have Gidolet Dod? Abadim? Abadim? I didn't know these. Not every rabbi has to know every single Braita. Vichi Temru Nehdar Venezamen. Abadim? <laughs> Let's go back and make zimun. And zimun and mafreya. Okay. <laughs> There's no zimun retroactively. <laughs> Interesting. It was half a minute that you go back. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a separate beracha. Although the way we understood it, it's a hazmana for bekat hamazon and all that. Interesting. It half a minute to make zimun. The guy put on his tefillin to cut off. I forgot to make the Berakha to fill it. Okay, make the Berakha now. That's Shechayanu that you make even in the Shuk. What was the half a minute to make to, to, to make Berakha to Zimun? It's a standalone Berakha. Gedulah Shemiti. Although Nevarech. Kemar Berakhnu. Maybe Obe La'asiyah had his name Akeb, they were thinking? No, no, no. What are you saying? What are you saying? It doesn't make sense to words. Okay, walk away. Let us make the Berakha to Berakha to Berakha again. No, no, that wasn't the she'elah. They, he told them, you were yotzeh berkat hamazon. He said, oh, maybe we should make zimun again, because you're not yotzeh zimun. En zimun mafreya. Berkat hamazon, you were yotzeh. Maybe they'd say a different gersa. Maybe they'd have to say something else, like some other item that, like, you know, to do that we made there. I mean, uh-huh. just change, change, change the gersa. Okay. So I didn't clarify all these the dilemmas that I have. Not every dilemma you see in a book. I'm just questioning the, the I mean, if you have something, I'm, I'm all ears about that. Okay, let's finish the sugya here. Okay, this happens a lot. They were making the birkata zimun. You didn't eat with them. You showed up, and they're making the zimun already. Do you answer? Okay, you make this thing baruch umborach. Tosfot gives you the whole text over there. Okay, Kamar used to teach us. Boshet lo. ברוך ומבורך שמות תמיד עולם ועד. בושת לו. רפאפה אמר עונה אמן. רפאפה סדר, אתה לא אומר בושת לו. אתה אומר אמן. ולא פליגי. 
הדשכחינו דקם לנברך, והדשכינו דקה אמרה ברוך. If you catch them, if the guy catches them when they said the Barech Shachar Omeshelo, you answer, Boshet Lo. However, if you got there later than that, and you just hear the guy answering back, Baruch Shachar Omeshelo, then you answer, Amen. Depends which point of the end of the Seudah you made it. Deka Amre Baruch. Ashkechinu, Deka Amre Nevarech. If you heard them say Nevarech, Omer Baruch Umborach. Ashkechinu, Deka Amre Baruch. Tani Chada, we have a statement. Interesting, a guy answers Amen to his own Berachot, praiseworthy. He's Megunet. What does this mean? When you answer Amen in Bonei Yerushalayim, which is in the Berkat Amazon, Hareza Meshubah. But when you answer Amen regular to your Berachot, that is a Megune. The guy should not say, Baruch Atta Hashem, and the Kremen Lech HaOlam, Shekul Niyamut Baruch, Amen. That is a Megune. However, after a series of Berachot, Rashi gives us an example of series of Berachot, Yotzer in Shahrit and Yotzer in Arbit. Arbit, I understand. Arbit, we say, after the last Berachah, Hashkibenu, Shomeret Amo Yisrael, Mekod Devar Al-Ad, Amen. But Rashi said also Shaharit. The Rambam doesn't say Shaharit. The Rambam takes out Shaharit. Because we don't say Amen in Shaharit. You have to be so big with Allah Tfilah. Sounds like Rashi said, Baruch Atta Hashem, Ga'ad Yisrael, Amen. And he must have held that that Amen is a Sorech, so therefore it's not worse than Hashem's Fatai Tiftah. It's not worse than anything. You have to do it. You have to do it. In Arbit also you do it. You have to be so big with Allah Arbit also. And we answer, oh, Kaddish is... So whatever you can answer it, I'll be. You'll answer it, Shaharit, for Rashi. But the point is, a series of Berachot, uh, so it's not only by Bonei Rushalai. Bonei Rushalai is an example of a series of Berachot. Although Tosfot says, if you look at Tosfot, Abba Bonei Rushalai, Pirush Lach, Vakas, V'yesh Mephal, Shemichol Beracha Ubracha. Kegon, Ha'ani Ishtabah. Ishtabah is connected to Baruch Shemar. So it's a medical high on Amin. Amin. Miyu. But nobody does that amen. The only amen that the people do is by Bonei Rushalayim. Nothing, nothing. The second shita says, Gemara's Davka. She expanded it because he's following the principle of Bonei Yerushalayim. And we follow that principle of Bonei Just a few examples that are well known. Halel. Halel on uh, the Hagim, when we say full Halel. So we start off with a Beracha, and then we end up with the Halelucha, and therefore we answer Amen at the end. Amen. However, I want to point out that there is a mistake in most of the Haggadot Shel Pesach. In the Haggadot Shel Pesach, on Lel Seder, we read the Halel at the Seder. Uh, we read the Halel at the Seder, we don't say a Beracha of Halel at the Seder. We start, Hallelujah, Beset Yisrael. That's before the Seudah. Then we have Seudah, and then we finish the Halel. And we actually say, Yalilucha. There's a Beracha Harona. Most of the Gadot it says, Baruch Hashem Melech Me'ulah Amen. That Amen has to be deleted from the Gadot Shal Pesach, because there's no Beracha Rishona. That's a, that's a trivia question. Give me a case where you say a beracha, harona, and the halel without the amen. Lel said it. Not in shul. In shul we say the beracha. I'm talking about lel said it at the, at the, at the, at the Haggadah. Uh, the berachot of um, uh, the berachot of the Amidah. That would be another classic example. Bevarechet ha-moyesel bashalom. Amen. That's a series of berachot. The berachot of the haftarah, let's say. If the person makes a series of the Berachot when he finishes reading the Haftarah, he should say, Baruch Hashem, Mekadesh, Shabbat, Amen. Like we do. That's a Pashut, Chavavadiyah brings that down as a, as a classic example. Of course, again, all those Berachot are part of a series. Let's continue the Gemara and conclude Rabotai. When Abaye would say the Berkat Amazon, he would say, Bonei Rushalayim, Amen. He would say it out loud. Why? 
That was a signal for the workers to go back to work. Abiyah felt the workers, they don't have to say Atov Emetiv. It's more important they go back to work. So therefore, he would say the Berkent Amazon for them. They were listening. And he would say, I mean, he would say it out loud as if to know the Berkent Amazon is over. Go back to work. Atov Emetiv is not the Oraita. You don't have to be in Mevatel Ya'avodah like we learned. But Atov Emetiv. Rashi. Exactly. He answered Amen at the end. So therefore, he must have answered Amen knowing that it's over. Didn't we just say that you answer Amen at the end of a series? That's it. The series is over. Go back to work. However, what if you're not working? answered this Amen in a low voice, like we have in our Sidurim. It says, Belahash. Why? So they don't come to be mezalzel in a tov ametiv. What's the zilzul? She lahu amen b'lachisha kichidalon shemu v'yitru shisham gemara berachov yizum a tov ametiv miu shisham sof kol berakot aya etanya b'varayta harizim shubal lo segel anele. Which means he was in a cat twenty-two. He had to answer amen because we just learned after a series of blessings harizim shubah. But he didn't want to enter Amen out loud because that's implying that Abotai, the series is over. What do you mean there's another Berachah? That's only the banana. Don't worry about it. That would be considered a zilzul. It's almost like the Baruch Shem Kivad Malchoto Leolam Ba'ed. That, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to not say it because Yaakov Abinu said it. But we don't want to say it out loud because Moshe Abinu didn't say it. So we say it lowly. Similarly over here. You have to say Amen because it's part of a series. To say it out loud, it would cause a degrading uh, principle to the following Berakah, as if to say, it's only the Rabbanan and the people will be Mizalzel. So from the Gemara, it's not in Yan of, um, it's not in Yan of embarrassing the Berakah. No, it's also embarrassing the Berakah. This Gemara is not talking about embarrassing the Berakah. That's the way they told us. It's embarrassing the Berakah. You're not embarrassing the Berakah. In Yan of Zilzul, that the people are going to be Mizalzel. By not saying atov ametiv, ad kam baruch adonai leolam, amen veamen.